Hello, Devlin here with you, and welcome to another Mondo Nostalgia podcast. I'm going to be talking about a lot of fun things today because, well, I'm going to be talking about The Karate Kid and also the show that it's based on, Cobra Kai, or, yeah, Cobra Kai is based on the Karate Kid series from the past, and I'm going to talk a little bit of all of it today, so it should be a lot of fun. Now, first I want to say that, you know, I'm a not, I don't subscribe to Netflix, and I have nothing against it. I know Netflix is quite a juggernaut, and, you know, it even has its, you know, own sayings, Netflix and chill, and everybody loves it, and whatever comes on there seems to be a success. I know not always. But uh, recently, Cobra Kai has gotten a boost because it has just been purchased from, I believe, the YouTube channel, because Cobra Kai was a YouTube original. And within the last month uh, or so, Cobra Kai has been picked up by Netflix and now is being toted as a Netflix original. And everybody's talking about Cobra Kai. And that kind of burns my buns a little, only because this show has been around for a bit uh, on YouTube, and nobody was talking about it. Well, okay, a few of us were. I certainly was. I was telling people, oh, you got to check this out. Now, they had a couple of episodes for free on YouTube, and then you had to buy the premium YouTube to see the rest of the episodes. I watched the free ones on YouTube, and then eventually, luckily, they released them on DVD, and I picked them up, and I watched them probably within the course of, you know, a month or two, because the show was just so good. But still, nobody was talking about it. But now that I noticed that it's on Netflix, everybody's talking about it. And, yeah, I'm about to talk about it, too, so I guess I'm part of the problem, too. But all I'm trying to say is, is that I know everybody's touting it now as a Netflix original, and this show was around for a couple of years, and it was just as good then as it was now. The blessing, I guess, about Netflix is more people got to see it, and it looks like we're going to definitely get a season three. So that is the good thing. And we will talk about Cobra Kai, but first let me tell you about my relationship with the Karate Kid series. So, the original Karate Kid came out in 1984, and I actually did not see this on the big screen, which is quite surprising, because back in 84, I was like a teenager, and I'd go see pretty much everything. But I was also a teenager, and I probably thought, I'm too good for the Karate Kid. No, probably not. I, I saw everything. But for some reason, it missed me. So, I did catch it when it, you know, turned up on pay TV channels or stuff like that, or maybe when it came out on VHS and I rented it. But I liked the movie a lot. I thought it was a really good movie. It was pretty solid. Uh, I thought it was very entertaining, and I think a big part of that is its stars, um, Ralph Macchio and uh, Pat Morita, who, of course, play... Um, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, and I think the relationship between those two are, is absolutely phenomenal, and uh, and it, it was just very magical, and I think it actually was the, the real magic to the Karate Kid, 
Because, you know, The Karate Kid is your basic underdog movie. And nothing wrong with that. Everybody likes a good underdog movie where, oh my God, is he going to make it? Is he not? We usually know the outcome, but I won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. And by all means, you do, you should check it out. And the good thing about Cobra Kai is you actually don't have to, have to see the show. But if you do see the original three movies, it's Cobra Kai is even more in, in, intense because the there's a lot of comedy and shoutbacks to the series which I love when they address them and as the series goes deeper they address more and more of it which is surprising because honestly I like the Karate Kid series but the truth of the matter is I never thought it had like this this lore and universe that they could go back to but Cobra Kai its brilliance is that it reminded me that it does have this lush story. But again, we'll get to Cobra Kai in a minute. So you can tell I'm anxious to talk about it because I just want to jump to it. But I got to talk about the movies. And Karate Kid, of course, was a success. It was directed uh, by a man who gave us the probably the ultimate underdog movie, Rocky. Uh, it was directed by... John G. Avildensen. Avildensen. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble saying that, but I do. Anyhow, and The Karate Kid was a big success, you know. Uh, it had other stars in it as well, Elizabeth Shue and William Zabka, who you're going to hear quite a lot about because he's a big part of Cobra Kai and uh, such. So, as I said, I got to see Karate Kid. I really liked it. I thought it was a really solid movie. And then I decided to go to the theaters to see The Karate Kid Part 2. Now, this is the one where, uh, pretty much right after the original movie, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi decide to fly back to his hometown. And I, I don't know why I'm forgetting it. I always, Okinawa. That's where they go. And, uh, and yeah, and Daniel goes with him, you know, on his mother's consent. And, of course, Daniel winds up in trouble again because uh, he falls for a girl that he shouldn't, a wonderful actress named Tamalyn Tamita. And she plays a character named Kamiko. And, yes, Elizabeth Shue's character dumps him. And then he falls in love with this other girl when he goes to Okinawa. And uh, and again, now the stakes are higher because not only does he have somebody who wants to beat him, not only in martial arts, but wants to fight him to the death. Now, surprise, surprise, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I actually like Karate Kid Part 2 better than the original. I actually thought there was a lot more meat in this story, and I thought, once again, the relationship between Daniel and Mr. Miyagi were great, but I think the love story between Daniel and Kamiko is really beautiful. And although, you know, there was a nice connection between him and Elizabeth Shue, I really felt a little bit more in this one. It also taught me a little bit about the culture, and they upped the stakes by... You know, having this guy who was like, you know, I want to fight you to the death. So it's not just like a, a tournament. It's a, it's like life and death situation here. 
And uh, I think everything they did with it was pretty solid. And they made one terrific, terrific thing. And I have to give a shout out to with one of the sappiest but most beautiful love themes, The Glory of Love by Peter Cetera. I remember that summer. I absolutely adored that movie. Uh, this movie, I believe, came out in 1986, and it was the year of Glory of Love and Berlin's Take My Breath Away from Top Gun. Boy, you can tell I was brought up in the 80s. Anyhow, loved the second one. Now, when the third one came out, I believe in 1989, the movie was starting to lose some steam. Now, the first movie made money, and the second movie made a lot more money, but the third movie kind of tanked at the box office, and people were starting to think it was running out of steam. And I do too. In fact, there are moments I wish they stopped at the second one. But <coughs> I didn't hate the third one. Uh, the movie, when I was... And I did see this one in theaters. I remember not liking it. My first thing was that, once again, Daniel does not continue his love... <laughs> romance with Kamiko, and in the third one they throw him with yet another girl that I don't even think they believe in the relationship because it just goes nowhere and they turn out to be just friends but you know when I see the karate kid and I don't think of it as it should be like a Bond movie where he has a different girl in every movie you know so I was I started off the movie not liking it because I liked the relationship. I was hoping Daniel would bring her back with him, you know, the romance would continue, they'd have a long-distance relationship, but no, they barely mention her, and it that saddened me because, come on, the glory of love, if that's your theme song. Anyhow, um, The Karate Kid 3 is pretty bad. In fact, it's got some really crazy stuff and just weird weird stuff and besides that the thing that was great about the karate kid is i still give it a passing grade because when it gets to the third act and they get to the tournament again i actually really like it daniel rebels against mr miyagi and goes against his word and i think that makes the story really intense and Daniel decides I'm going to do my own thing. I thought it was a nice thing and even though the majority of the Karate Kid Part 3 sucks, I think the third act is so strong that I gave it a passing grade. It actually saved itself even though I personally kind of wish they stopped then. And of course they went on to the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank, which I didn't see. I'm sorry, I watched it mostly for Miyagi and Daniel. When Daniel's not even there, I wasn't interested. I did not watch the Jackie Chan remake. I'm sure a lot of kids from that generation found some love out of it, but to me, the Karate Kid had already passed. And I didn't watch the cartoon show, but if you ever want to laugh, watch the intro of it. I actually want to get my hands on this show and actually watch it, because it's almost like... The Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi are spies, and they're doing everything like jumping off planes, and it, it looks crazy, and I want to really see it for the cheese factor. Okay, that brings us up to date. They announced that Cobra Kai is going to be made. William Zabka says that he wants to make a show based on the Karate Kid. See where their lives are, see where Daniel is, and his character, Johnny. Now, for those of you who don't know the story, Johnny is 
was the antagonist in the original Karate Kid, and that's the one Daniel took down in the final tournament. Okay, I guess I did spoil the ending, but I think you probably already knew that. But anyhow, so Johnny wanted to, uh, Johnny Williams Abka wanted to continue the story, and a lot of people thought it was kind of silly. Although the Karate Kid made a lot of money, it wasn't like a, a super huge franchise, but um, they came up with a couple ideas for the script, and uh, one of the scripts they decided that they wanted to greenlight, and YouTube channel took a shot at it and got Ralph Macchio and William Zabka back. Now, they are both pretty much the leads of the show, but when the show starts, it looks like it's all going to be taken from the Johnny point of view, and basically how Johnny's life fell apart after the tournament with Daniel, where he was this you know, he was the karate, you know, star, and he was going to make it big, and then Daniel takes him down, and his life goes into a turmoil. Now, when William Zabka first saw this script, he wasn't the biggest fan. He always thought that at the end, Johnny kind of congratulates Daniel and smiles and, you know, pats him on the shoulder and actually, you know, gave him his credit. But, um... So he always thought that Johnny would just go on, become a success, and just wish Daniel the best. But eventually he saw how wonderful the writing was, and he went for this, and I'm glad he did. Uh, yeah, it is a little far-fetched to um, uh, think that Johnny's life totally fell apart um, because of that, you know, having a failed marriage, having troubles communicating with his son, but the truth of the matter is, is it works really brilliantly. Um, and if you can hold on to that, watching a couple of episodes, if you were a fan of any of the Karate Kid movies, or, you know, you don't even have to be a fan. Uh, They're definitely really charming in this. But they start the story with Johnny, and Daniel kind of comes in, and eventually they both become the leads. Now, as I said, the brilliance of this movie is how they connect so many old things from the old movies to this. So if you've seen the original three movies, it actually makes Cobra Kai even better due to the fact that there's lots of, um, you know, like, oh, knowing gags that if you've seen it, and just brilliant stuff. Example, everybody sense the Karate Kid, although people love it and cheer it, a lot of film theorists say that Daniel actually cheated. Like, you can't do that kind of move in the first thing to win. You can't just kick somebody in the face and be done with it. So they play heavily off that, of the fact that, you know, that Daniel technically won, you know, on a technicality or even just a thing. And, and that's great because they also, so Daniel has success. But again, the brilliance is in the writing and... They have created a show where we don't actually have, we, we have a rivalry, but we don't necessarily show two characters that are, this one's the good one, this one's the bad one. Johnny is flawed, but you see he also has a heart. Daniel is successful, but you also see he is also unfulfilled, and he makes mistakes. 
That, I think, is where the brilliance of Cobra Kai comes, is the fact that they've given us a show with two flawed characters. It's not straightforward, like, Johnny wants revenge on Daniel, and Daniel's going to fight for this. The way they bring the story around is really well done. They were also smart to bring in their kids. They have a younger cast, and they've cast some really awesome, talented, young actors and actresses here. And that really helps the show, too, because it now brings in a younger demograph. So now you've got your fans of the original who are sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying the, the, the little shout-outs to the original trilogy. And I love when they actually make jokes or comments or reminisce about the second or third one even. Uh, they don't mention the third one a lot, but when it does come in, I get a chuckle like, you know, Daniel gives away bonsai trees to everybody who buys a car at his dealership. And they make a comment about the failed business that Mr. Miyagi had, which he had in number three, which was a bonsai store, which was one of the really bad elements of it. Now, as far as the head acting goes, William Zabka, it's surprising he he did go on to some stuff after Karate Kid. I want to say he was on The Equalizer and did some stuff. But he's actually really good, and he captures the lost teen of the 80s perfectly. Um, and that is great. I actually think he's actually stronger of an actor than Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio is good, but there's points where you can see he's a little green. And, which is surprising because he did get a couple of opportunities. I think he was in My Cousin Vinny. He was in a couple of other TV shows before Karate Kid. I believe he was in the last season of Eight is Enough, for you people who are really old and remember that. But the truth of the matter is, is I think... I think William Zabka is stronger, but as the show goes on, you can tell Ralph Macchio's getting into it. Now, as I said, they have a great young cast as well, and uh, yeah, they really bring the story up, and I like that they do take chances with the characters, and uh, it's not a straightforward show, and that's where I get right into the reason the show I think is a success is the writing. This show is really well written. It's definitely a comedy drama. This is not a sitcom. Uh, it's got lots of humor in it. It's got lots of comedy, but it plays like a drama. The rivalry between Daniel and Johnny is very real, but in some cases you're thinking, you know, Johnny's a jerk. But other times you're thinking that Daniel is the jerk. And that's what I love about this. But they play this out like a drama. They deal with the fact that the parents are having a hard time connecting with the kids. You know, and and there's a lot of heart to it. Um, just dealing with the fact of... <laughs> A whole different generation, you know, they make a lot of jokes at Johnny's expense about how he doesn't really know that much about the internet or he doesn't want to change and adapt where Daniel is, you know, like living on the, you know, using everything he has to his full advantage. But still, it doesn't fulfill him.
And growing up that way and knowing, you know, what it's like to adapt to new things and stuff, I think they capture this really well, how some people, you know, it's just human nature to change and adapt, and other people, you know, have to be brought in screaming. Uh, I also like the writing in the fact that it, it, it takes some humor that you couldn't really get away with, but they do. Like, there are jokes about Johnny, like, training these kids and insulting them and putting them through things that would be considered abusive. And they're not afraid to go there because, well, people go through that. And it's really, really well done. And, again, I can't say so much for the writers. They have done... An amazing job. This show has run two seasons already. I believe it's like 20 episodes. Definitely an easy thing for you to binge. And I do look forward to what they're doing in the third, um, that they are going to do in the third season. I can't wait to see what they do. There's already some rumors about some past characters that have shown up. Uh, one of the things that is missing from the show, of course, is the spirit and soul and heart of Pat Morita, who sadly passed away before this got made. I think he had passed away long before this got made. But you never forget him in this. There are some wonderful tributes to him. Daniel always mentions him. And even though he's not there, his spirit is there, and you'd need that. I love the fact that Daniel has never lost the father figure that Mr. Miyagi was to him. And even so, we also see Kreese comes back, which is Johnny's, uh, Johnny's old mentor who, you know, was a badass. And again, he's painted like a three-dimensional character and, you know, a little different than all the others, but again, another well-rounded character coming in. They've also have had Daniel's mother been shown, brought in a couple of the kids that Johnny hang hung out with in the original series, and I can't wait to see if they bring out more. Now that the show's a success and YouTube can afford to probably give it more money than YouTube could have, I have a feeling we're going to see some surprises. I know they keep hinting on one, I won't tell you can watch but if it happens it'd be quite fun to see i'm very happy that cobra kai has found its mark yes i know i'm a little bit bitter that you know everything netflix touches becomes success this show was just as good when it was playing on youtube but i'm just happy that people are seeing this show right now and if you haven't and i've intrigued you in some way by all means check it out. It's definitely something different. They're half-hour episodes, so even though it's kind of a drama with comedy in it, they play fast because it's just so good. And um, you'll even find yourself enjoying the younger stories as well as the Johnny and, you know, Daniel uh, rivalries and stuff. It's... Um, you know, if you told me the Karate Kid was going to release this successful TV series, I would tell you you're crazy. And I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more 
um, TV shows based on old series. Uh, I don't know exactly which ones would work, but to be honest with you, I wouldn't have thought a Karate Kid one would work. But it is so good. Um, yeah, I challenge you to check it out. And if you have already and like it or don't, why don't you comment and let's get a discussion going about this because, yeah, Cobra Kai is just, just something special. And, you know, we get so many series now. I actually get overwhelmed with the amount of new shows that come out. Uh, I, yeah, I do. I won't be lie to you. It seems like every week everybody's talking about a new show and they've been watched it all, binged watched it all, and then talk about it. And then two weeks later, we don't talk about it anymore. We move on to the next one. And, and it's overwhelming. And I admit, I started Mondo Nostalgia because I do live in the past a little bit. I do try to watch new shows, but a lot of times... You know, people will tell me, oh, you've got to see this. you got to see this. It's just new out. It's just new out. And I literally get down to sit and think, okay, I'm going to check this out. Somebody told me it was good. And then I find myself going to an old TV show. One either I've seen before, like Leave it to Beaver or The Brady Bunch or The Lucy Show, or something new. Um, you know, I decided... You know, I'm going to watch something. I'm going to finally watch something new. It's been a while since I've watched something. And then, uh, oh, I've just recently discovered the 1959 TV series Dennis the Menace. And I've actually been watching that. And it's funny because, you know, once again, I was committed to watch an old series. There are a lot of shows that I do watch new shows, but... Uh, it's hard because I've seen so much and I kind of like the humor and and the drama of older shows because they got away with a lot more. But Cobra Kai gets away with quite a lot. The dark humor in it is really awesome. I love the shout outs to the shows, um, like the, the old TV series. Uh, the show actually made me rewatch the old uh, franchise again and uh, I'm glad I did and I still think Karate Kid Part 2 is better and if you don't definitely let me know in the comments and if you are a fan of Karate Kid Part 2 and think it's the best in the series let me know too because usually they tell me no Karate Kid is the best but we all agree that the third one is not so that's something I would say now Cobra Kai is the best. Um, I think they did a great job, and it's great to see William Zabka and Ralph Macchio again on the screen. I hope Cobra Kai, if it doesn't last for many more seasons, because I have a feeling this is a show that won't run that long, uh, only because, you know, the kids will have grown up, and, and how long can, you know, they last making this rivalry on a franchise that only lasted like three movies well maybe four if you do count the Hillary Swank one as part of the original and the remake but anyhow uh, Cobra Kai just a great show definitely check it out as I said you do not have to see the original series but if you want to get more enjoyment out of it definitely check it out and they are good movies you know even the third one is pretty bad. As I said, its last half made me 
actually think it saved itself, and I find it to be an okay movie. Anyhow, that is my talk of Cobra Kai. Please subscribe. We'll be talking about lots of things. I'm hoping to get some more uh, guests in here and chat with them about some stuff. And, uh, yeah, comment, like, subscribe. Check out all the stuff we do here. We do trivia every Saturday. It's getting exciting because we've moved past just movie trivia. We're now getting into music. We're getting into TV. Coming soon, we're getting into video games, wrestling, God only knows where we're going to wind up next. And uh, lots of great stuff. So you don't want to miss it. So please subscribe if you like this. And check out some of the other great things here on the YouTube channel. Anyhow, have yourself a great week. And I'll talk to you next time.